The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There's nothing more annoying than podcast ads, right? If you want to listen to your favorite Saints podcast, the Saints Happy Hour podcast, ad-free, become a patron today and never have to listen to dumb ads ever again. As a $10 patron, you also get our booze bundle as a welcome gift to the Saints Happy Hour community. It includes a forever Drew Cup, a crew detasem cup, a Saints Happy Hour beer koozie, and a Saints Happy Hour shot glass. Sign up today at saintshappyhour.com. That's saintshappyhour.com. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Uh, Juge apparently got his hair cut in a uh, wood chipper. It's all gone. He's looking very Tom Brady-ish. He, he, Tom Brady, that is, you're being generous and nice, uh, Ralph. He looks like Lloyd fucking Christmas from uh, Dumb and Dumber. Jesus he's just Christ. missing like a missing tooth, and uh, he'd be Lloyd Christmas. Actually, Ralph, if we took your smile and your teeth. With the Lloyd gas- Christmas is like the bowl cut, like straight up. Cross, man. Come it on. is. Who did that? Did you have your youngest daughter do that? So, who, who cut so, so, Juju, <laughs> hey, you, you, you look. I'm a bald. I'm a bald guy. Okay, I shave my own head. Yeah, I was gonna say. The fact that you didn't call me or text me and consult me and ask for help or opinions uh, is not only insulting, but it was stupid on your part. Uh, obviously, by the well. He, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, my wife, my wife, she, my hair was long. I mean, it's as long as it's ever been and so she my wife we need to cut this i need to cut your hair so i said fine give it a shot and you know so she starts actually a little (laughs) uh, on topic here she she used a uh our sponsor our our, uh, future sponsor july manscapes coming back but what is it called again the manscape the lawnmower the lawnmower 3.0. It's coming back. She's like, we just got the lawnmower. Let me lawnmower your hair because we haven't used it yet on your pubes. So. Okay, but you you just you just used it for the opposite purpose. They, yeah. they give that, that's supposed yeah. to be not something you use on your face. It's supposed. I'm to be aware. You hey. need a much bigger. Jesus Christ. Dave. Yeah. Dave. Yes, I'm aware. <laughs> so so she starts trimming, you know, and. Clear it very quickly. She's very confident. She's telling me, "I got this. This is the year. It's gonna be great." And very quickly, she's like, "Oh shit!" And so I tell her, "Look, just go a little shorter. Let's see if we can fix it." And she keeps going shorter, and the shorter and shorter she goes, the worse and worse it looks. And eventually, I'm just like, "Look, fuck it. Just, just, just buzz it off." Um. So here we are. Here we are. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, so on Father's Day, before we get to the Saints, actually, for the first time in like a month, didn't have major breaking national news. Dave, what was the yeah, most funny, dad funny thing? What was the most dad thing you did on Father's Day today? What do you mean by that? Like, well, I mean, like the most dad thing you can do. Like, I watched the whole day was. I watched a documentary was... on Hitler and then watched Everton play soccer. Oh, the, right, right. Watching documentaries is a very dad thing. Like going in your wood shop and like making right, right. a canoe would be a very this dad took a dark thing. Turn, yeah, I really didn't think that Hitler would make the show today. Yeah. <laughs> It was Hitler's. I wanted to. Uh, I mean, I do have a skin head, but I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to play golf. I wanted to play golf in the afternoon, but none of my friends were available or interested. So. I, I, I did play tennis for two hours and ignored my kids. That's a pretty dad thing to do, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. That's that's the great thing about Father's Day. It's like I, I'm trying to not be a dad for the entire day. I'm trying to <laughs> relieve myself of all dad responsibility. So the most dad thing I did, though, was... Uh, the biggest gift you could get, right, is to not be a dad. Right. I watched, right. A, I watched a little golf, uh, just hung out on the couch. I ate a lot of uh, salted, cured meats from Italy, and I played a lot of um, Animal Crossing. So you'll see right here that I'm wearing the Saints Happy Hour t-shirt. That's right. And I'm also rocking the Saints Happy Hour koozie while yes, paying right. my penance. I am currently, yes, it's true. I hate IPAs. If you listen to the show at all, you know I hate IPAs. But I am suffering through my penance, and I'm drinking an IPA right now. Uh, this is a Hardywood Triadic New England style IPA. So I'm doing this, and I'm about to take my first sip. So. Well, yeah, that's got a the, uh, uh, that's got an eight percent uh, ABV. It's uh, from from the brewery. Triadic is a New England style IPA with a hop combination like no other, using Motueka, Nelson Sauvin, and Bramling cross hops. They it blend like, together it like piss. to create a triad of flavors. Tastes like a hobo's butt cheek cheeks dipped in a cesspool. It says it's chewy and juicy. Now, chewy is a weird word to describe a beer. I don't. I've never. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> chewy and juicy. Let's talk the... about the bend quotient here, Dave. <laughs> it's very bendy as an IPA. It's one of the more bendy <laughs> IPAs. Uh, but anyway, that is the kind of IPA. That's the kind of IPA that I like to drink. I like the haze. Uh, you know, I'm a I'm a haze boy. So right now I'm drinking. This is a new one from uh, a local brewery here, Brew Carré, called Gramp Stamp. It's also a it's a double hazy IPA. Um, but uh, and also shout out, I know somebody noticed my official IPA glass that I was using. That was actually my Father's Day gift. Uh, wow. Day, so it all it all comes full circle. But yeah, Andrew, I think if you put that in a glass and you didn't drink it. Out of, out of the can, I think it might actually taste a little. Yeah, bit. but you're not, Dave. You know that if you put the Saints Happy Hour koozie, it increases flavor by 73%. That's scientific yeah. fact. Well, I've got to say, if you don't even like, if you don't even like a hazy New England style IPA, then you really, really hate IPAs because that's not even like your traditional West Coast original, you know, really bitter hoppy IPA like a Sierra Nevada or a Stone brewery uh I mean, so, have you even been listening to what i've been saying for the last decade no i know but i <laughs> these are 
These are like like that that beer that you're drinking now should be very juicy and and fruity and it should be smooth. I, you know, I don't this I don't taste any. It tastes like asshole. Juge hates IPAs like most Saints fans hate Vernon Davis. I mean. But do you think that it's bitter? Does it taste bitter to you still? Yeah. Really? Fuck yes. Yes. Wow. That's so yes. Weird. Very hoppy. Incredibly so, hoppy. Oh. Well, yeah, it's hoppy, but it's not like it a tastes bitter. like it tastes like I'm licking a like a candle, you know? Oh, I don't know. Like a scent. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did candle. That's, that's what it tastes like. White, white cotton? It, it, it tastes like I'm drinking sap from a Christmas tree. <laughs> I feel like that would be sweet. That would taste like maple syrup. Uh, it's the worst. It all, it all adds up to awful. The worst Christmas gift ever. So I still have to go to Olive Garden. I I know I'm, I'm gonna get there. <laughs> hey, yeah, look, it's uh, that's you you owe. Now look, I I've stepped up. I've pay, I'm paying my penance live on our show. You're next, dude. You you need to bring breadsticks to the next live show. Yeah, it, it's all on you. <laughs> don't now. they have? Can't you can't you get a curbside order from Olive Garden, or don't they have Olive Garden in the frozen food section of your local grocery? You could heat up some breadstick, have them nice and toasty, ready to go for next Sunday night, Dave. I'm just saying. My God, no. You know, the thing is, it's like every sip I take, I'm hoping that maybe I'll be a little bit more lit up, that I, it just won't affect me as much. But every taste is worse. That's the thing that kills me about IPAs. I wanted you to be so drunk on this show, you vomit halfway through. I mean, I'm well on my way. I don't even need to be drunk to vomit drinking this shit. This is gonna be great. It makes me almost want to vomit. <laughs> oh, perfect! Oh, right, we'll get to damn. we'll get to the Mora bracket in a second. By the way, everybody, we had um we had a meeting and we decided to take all the best of the Jim Mora clips, like the short five to ten second ones, and like incorporate them in the show. And we have like a dozen of them now. Dave damn, had requests. Would you say that's the only time that Ralph has? Used a sound clip in a timely manner, and it actually be relevant and in, topical in, in and fairness, funny. In fairness, he's done it a few times, and every time we have pointed it out. Uh, and hey, that is idiotic. That is stupid. Wake up. 
I don't take into account oh. shit. All I take into account <laughs> is they kicked our ass today. That's what I take into account. Fuck both of you people. That's what from the heart. That's the mini. That's the mini. That's the mini Jamora sound. Point right now. I, do you do bar mitzvahs and birthday parties? I do. <laughs> Clearly, you have not been drinking today. I know. The only thing is wrong is my uh, my studio for YouTube says that people aren't getting the video, but apparently they are. So whatever. So actual Saints topic as we go from. Saints past Jim Mora to an IPAs being terrible. Um, Chris Sims got dragged by Saints Twitter this week. Me and Andrew even did Deser- a breaking news podcast, though. which you should subscribe and become a ten dollar patron. Then you get the Saints happy hour every single day. You should do that. But Dave, I got to thinking, and on a semi serious note about Chris Sims just being offensive and slanderous towards Drew Brees, it's that kind of bullshit. Chris Sims slander of Drew Brees that I believe keeps him from getting MVPs. Like people just slander him in a way that is totally unjustified, totally unwarranted, but it's little chinks like that that have kept him from getting MVPs and it pisses me off and I want to punch Chris Sims in the face with my one good arm. <laughs> he has a very punchable face. He does. Uh, he's beaten the Saints what three times? He's three and zero against the Saints. I think he's four and zero actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. You know, I get what you're saying, Ralph. I don't know if I agree with you. You know, obviously there was the one season. What was that? 2011 when Rodgers got it over Breeze, and that was probably definitely the most. You know, e- the closest. Egregious. Ever- the yeah. word would be egregious. Yeah, I, I was thinking of that word actually. Um. But, you know, I, I, you know, I think it might be the reverse. I think it might be the other way around. I, I think he's just had bad luck uh, every time he's had a great season. That we've, we've discussed this before on the podcast. Every time Drew has put up great numbers, had a great MVP-like season, there's always been one other person who has just done something way, way more crazy and had a way better season and – just you couldn't ignore that person and you had to give up the MVP. And I think because of that, I think that now um, is what is generating the Breeze hate and just the Breeze disrespect. And I wouldn't say hate. I would just say I would say disrespect. I mean, they, they know he's good, but it's just it boggles the mind that the man can own every significant passing record in the history of the NFL. And you put him fucking... 16th on the list is that what let it me, is? let me let me let me ask you this i mean i don't want to go down this path too much because we we could make a whole show out of this but if breeze was on the bears or the giants or i mean name any major market team do you guys think that he would be slighted as much like do you think it's a small market thing or do you think it's more just he doesn't have like a sexy style like he's not yeah. michael vick We'll get back to the show in just a second. There is no shortage of action going on with our partners over at betonline.ag. The sports world is slowly making its way back with the NBA announcing its return in late July. But right now, UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and international soccer all have resumed play, and BetOnline has the best odds and lines for their upcoming games and matches. 
You need more? Bet Online has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening live every day for our devote gamblers to check out. Bet Online also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit BetOnlineAG on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts. I think it's partially market, but it's not because Aaron Rodgers plays in Green Bay, and Green Bay literally has like 10 people in the whole city. Um, but I do think it's partially his, his style of play. But I would say this. If Tom Brady just was coming off the season that Drew Brees just had, and he went to Tampa, Tampa's over-under in Vegas would be like 12 and a half. Like, you know, that's how highly, that's how great Breeze was when he came back from the thumb injury, right? So I just think it's this slander with Breeze. And and look, I get that Chris Sims, the picture that I have of him on the, uh, uh, for the live stream slide uh, for the backup if the video didn't work, was making him look like Billy Bob Thornton from Sling Braid. And I know we hate him, and I know he's kind of a douche, um, and, he, and he wants clicks. But I do think it's a larger thing. Like, I do think, you know... People discount Drew Brees. Mina Kimes, who we had on the show, she rated him pretty low too. I just think there's this 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 something about him where people just they're it's not he's, his that, his uh, brilliance Patriots is thing. not exciting. It's it's interesting you just brought up the Patriots comparison because you know Tom Brady has always had Belichick and Brees has always had Peyton, but. Belichick is known as a defensive coach, and so Brady's always been on the other side of the ball, and so maybe he's had Charlie Weiss or Josh McDaniels. He's had these other guys, but it's like he's on the other side of the ball, and the combination of them are taking care of both sides of the field, you know, whereas, like, Breeze has always been in tandem with Sean Payton, so it's harder for him to – I don't know. It's almost like I wonder if it's easier for – people to put Brady on a pedestal because while he is aligned with Belichick, it's almost like they're occupying different parts of the field, you know, whereas maybe people are saying that maybe saying that Breeze is more reliant on Sean Payton and he, that Sean Payton deserves more credit for his success kind of thing. I, I was, I would say that's part of it. You know, um, the other thing is there's this they've this this weird thing about Breeze where his skills and his his accomplishments and everything that he does people are happy for him but they aren't amazed by his ability. It's not like when we watch like a Michael Vick when he was at his peak would be like, "Oh my god, he just threw a 90-yard bomb, he scrambled for 150 yards and isn't that incredible?" Where Drew Breeze everybody's like I'm so happy for Drew. He's got the touchdown record, and he's small, and he's got all these passes. That's good for Drew. Good job, Drew. Like, it's just this weird, different view of Breeze that the media has, I think. Yeah. Juge has to uh, – he's got to add some water. He's got to drink some water in between uh, IPA sips. It's true. <laughs> By the way, I'm really enjoying it every time. I really love this video stuff because every time Juge takes a sip of the IPA, he grimaces because it's just so unbearable. <laughs> so I get I get to watch that live, and then I look at my phone where I have the live stream pulled up, and there's like a 10-second delay, so I get to watch him grimace again. So I'm getting to doubly enjoy each and every sip. 
Uh, I would rather drink gasoline. It Milk would be more effective. Milk was a bad choice. Nice. So Ralph is on fire with the. Uh, I know. Just, well, the thing is, Andrew. Last week I was so preoccupied with the with the with the video crashing. This week it crashed, and I knew that it worked fine, even though the studio in YouTube tells me that it's not working. It tells me to reboot. I just block it out, and I just keep on. I just keep the Ramshackle podcast. I just keep on rolling. Um, uh, by the way, you can't see this, and I'm not going to show it on the show. I mean, you've seen my shirt. Saints Happy Hour podcast shirt. You've seen the koozie. You should donate. Yeah. You should become a patron so you can get access to this oh, amazing hey. swag. But but I'm also rocking the Manscaped underwear, which I won't show you. But <laughs> do it, do it. Patrons do only. Triple X Saints Happy Hour podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know you got you got to be a seventy-five dollar patron to see that. <laughs> um, well, so yeah, I, I'm a I'm a boxers guy, but I got the pair of underwear, so I tried it out the other day. And first of all, you know, it, it, I went about seven eighths of the day through until I realized I was wearing them backward, um, <laughs> because I thought it was weird that there was no fly in the front. And then I turned them around, and there's there's still no fly in the front. There actually is no fly in the front. So yeah, there is. But that was weird. But uh, it was cool. They were nice. They really they really hug you and uh, in all the right places. Yeah, Ma the shirts. So Manscaped, the shirt they went website. all out uh, when they're coming back in uh, in July. But uh, speaking of becoming a patron, we have the Discord channel, and all the patrons get access to the Discord channel. And Andrew. Had a fantastic, I don't know if it was a theory or a joke or whatever, but he was talking about how, what are the odds that Bill Belichick would just infect the entire Patriots team in the middle of June with the Rona so they would all be cured and ready to go for the season? That would be like super villain type shit. But Andrew... If a coach was going to infect his whole team with the Rona to give him an advantage for the 2020 season, Bill Belichick is the most likely guy to do it, right? Well, I, I mean, we've seen Clemson, what, like 23 players are LSU had infected. 30, I think. LSU, yeah, LSU is quarantined a bunch of guys. and We were talking about this, Ralph. We were texting about this this week, but I, I, I just feel like shit. Get, get it out of the way in training camp or just any time before the season. If half your team is quarantined and ex either exposed or has it, but, you know, is relatively fine because we're talking about younger professional athletes. Like, are they not better off? Now, this is a whole different conversation from what's responsible, what's the right thing to do. Like, I, there, there's this whole, whole question mark of should we be all taking a long-term view with this not having sports, you know, and not exposing ourselves to this, but clearly that's not the way America and no. the world is the yeah, may, doing the this. Way, so. The way America and I look at it is if LSU get 80 to 90% of the team infected before July, so, go Tigers. so we can get back-to-back. -back. <laughs> that's what I well, want. No. Exactly, exactly, though. Like, if you're looking at this in terms of, I, football is going to happen no matter what, and it's just a question of who gets infected when. You're better off just knocking it out now, 
and then hopefully no one you're all exposed you have antibodies you're not going to get it again and then you can get through the season so like we joke about this but it's almost like you're better off and so that, that was my joke it's like would would belichick intentionally infect every patriot now <laughs> so that come week one of the regular season he's like hey we're all infected we're good to go <laughs> Do you, I mean, do you, I, wait, we, that I did, do have to say, I think from uh, a medical standpoint, I, I think it seems very likely this, I think the stats kind of point to the fact that once you get coronavirus that you probably don't get it again, but I don't think that they've actually proven the, 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 the Belichick zoom call where he, where he tells the whole team they have, they have the Rona. It'd just be like mumble, mumble, mumble. You got the Rona. We're on to training camp. Like, that would be amazing. On, on a training camp, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, on to Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. But, but um, yeah, no, you're right. You're right, Dave. That that's that's. But here, who knows? But it's, here's. But but my thing is like, what if an NFL player dies? Ooh. Like that's the thing. Like, where what if someone go gets on a ventilator? Or like, what if it gets serious because they have underlying conditions or just yeah. bad luck, whatever? That would, be, that would be it. They would stop it immediately. That's a fucking game changer, right? Well, yeah. The, that would be that would totally be a game changer. Changer, but I, I do think to keep it lighter is is there going to be a bigger, scarier thing this entire year? For the for us as a podcast and as Saints fans to hear this breaking news on ESPN, CNN, wherever, and you're like holding your breath when they announce these players getting the Rona, is is it a Saints player? Like I think that's going to be the biggest constant fear hanging over the 2020 season. Are 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 not a Saint? channel and discord is gonna get tons of work this year it's over it's overflowing with us making fun of other teams players getting the rona because we're horrible people and that's what we do um but on a on a on a kind of serious note you know the coronavirus cases are going up and, and i was telling people before the show uh dave and i was saying look when it gets darkest and you think they're not going to have a season, I want you to do two things. I want you to tune into this podcast because we're the most fun and we tell the most jokes. But the second thing I want you to do is Google the 1982 NFL season. The NFL in 1982, they had a nine-game season. After two weeks, the players went on strike for eight weeks. The NFL came back, played seven more games, Expanded the playoffs to 16 teams when the NFL only had 28 teams. And oh, by the way, of course, the Saints didn't make the playoffs, even though more than half the teams shocker. in the league. Fucking made. shocker. <laughs> but my point is, the NFL, they're going to give us a season of football. It might not be 16 not weeks. It might be eight weeks. It might be four weeks in playoffs. It might be weird, but they are going to give us a goddamn season. I am laying my flag down now. You can tell me to do any stupid thing you want. If they don't have a season, I'm putting, planting my flag in the ground. We are having football in 2020. I think as long as the status quo, you know, everything nice. stays, stays the same, uh, Sure, I think that's very believable, but 
uh, it's highly possible that things could go totally south and then everything gets shot to shit. But if I can drink an IPA, anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, if if things remain the same and and don't get any worse. Uh, I think absolutely the NFL would continue and would put some kind of plan together so we could have football. But uh, again, if it gets worse, um, you know, if our healthcare system starts getting overrun again, uh, nothing's more important than football in 2020, David. Nothing. I will lose my mind. We are having football. I don't want your negativity. You take that shit elsewhere. <laughs> Sorry. It makes me almost want to vomit. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> You're like uh, batting a thousand tonight, Ralph. With yeah. The, uh... But here's a, here's the thing. I don't know how many people in the chat or um, I know, uh, Andrew, I know you're a big uh, PSG soccer fan. So, But the EPL started back this week, and I was watching it because I'm starved for sports and I want to gamble on sports. BetOnline.ag, they're a sponsor. Go there. You can gamble on anything you want. Uh the thing is, the the crowd noise, the pumping crowd noise was weird, Dave. But the thing that was really odd was like fans, since they can't get together for watch parties, they're trying to do Zoom parties and all this. If we have football, it's not going to be normal like it is. How are we going to, especially in New Orleans where food and beat and everything is so central to the experience. How are we going to tweak the experience to give us that full New Orleans sort of game day experience with our family and friends and all that? Uh, if we, you know, you got a social distance, you can't go to the game. How, how are we going to do that to make it just as fun as it always is? Uh... I don't really have any good answers for you. I hate to tell you, but I yeah. think you need to ask our friends in Baton Rouge and Tigerland. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you said I was you said I was negative uh, in my response to the last question. So, I mean, I'll be optimistic on this one, and I'll say if things continue to get better, maybe we'll be able to get together in larger groups or whatever come September. I mean, that's, I mean, you know, in 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 this whole coronavirus timeline. Uh, you know, three months is an eternity, you know, as far as what we know and, and how it's going and how it's spreading. But uh, I don't, you know, we're going to have to, you're going to have to sit at home and watch it by yourself. Sorry. Um, I would we say can this. Watch it together. We could, we could, here's what we can do. We can l watch the game together live like this. And we could do our podcast like live while we're watching the game. We did the, we did the, we did the old game streams, Andrew. It didn't work out so bad. We what did we we watched the Saints Browns in 2006, and we watched the Saints Chargers from 2015. Uh, those are gone. By the way, don't look for those on our YouTube channel. You should subscribe to our YouTube channel anyway. They got taken down because we broke literally every single copyright rule that YouTube has. To do those live streams. Sorry, YouTube. <laughs> My I, will, I will say one one last thing about um, about uh, LSU. Go Tigers! The all the players get infected in Tigerland. Tigerland has a thirty year record of being undefeated as a cesspool of disease. And you, if you went to LSU and you've ever been to Tigerland, you know what I'm talking about. P.S. I is love Tigerland. Like, I lived is, there for three years. 
Is that like the is that like the boot, uh, the boot at LSU? Is it like comparable? Like, you know how the boot is to Tulane? Kind of. I mean, it's just like a little area where you you leave the campus, you go across the train tracks, and it's just all these bars. To it's all these bars and like two or three apartment complexes. Oh, Tigerland is multiple bars. It's not. That's not the name of a bar. No, Tigerland is like an area. Correct. It's like an area. You have Fred's. Oh, you have sports. Oh. Um, you know, for a yeah. store owner in Baton Rouge, Dave, you should probably figure that out. Yeah. Well, what, what do, why? What do I need to know about that? Tigerland, yeah. Um, but uh, somebody. The only problem is this, everyone is not synced up at the same time. Hey, you know, we we got dime store video here, people. Um, here's the th- here's the thing as we as we get closer to training camp uh we're going to start previewing the saints pre- positions and that sort of thing so we have to actually before we get to the jim mora bracket and your and your questions uh the saints the defensive line i'm actually incredibly excited about the potential of the defensive line andrew i look at it they're going to cut players that other NFL teams are going to want and are going to be rotation guys for them. That's how deep they are. Now, look, every team has problems. If they lost Cam Jordan or Davenport again, they'd be fucked. But you can't go off of that. This defensive line is really, really good, I think, from top to bottom. Well, first of all, Ralph, I agree with you. Second of all, I'm shocked that you actually asked me a very specific, pointed football question with real topics yeah it only took 40 minutes i yeah i was just i thought we were just gonna talk about how terrible ipas are and you know i don't know lsu for (laughs) for an hour so uh but no yeah i i think you're right look trey hendrickson is is uh the thing about trey hendrickson i don't think we talk about him enough and you look at the Saints and how well they played in that playoff game against the Vikings, by and large, it was really, really fucking bad. I mean, the whole team laid an egg. Everybody. And if you were to ask me, who are the only people that stepped up in that game offensively, it was basically no one except for Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill was really the only guy on the entire roster and he only touched the ball eight times, and yet he accounted for, I think it was, what, what like 48% of the offense, yardage-wise, yeah. at the end of the game. And then on the other side of the ball, it was Trey Hendrickson. Game he of his like life. One... Game yeah, of I mean, his life. Yeah, I mean, he was the one guy that stepped up and played incredible. And so, you know, yeah, I mean, he's he's not, he's not Davenport. He, he's not Cam Jordan, but I am excited to see – how he plays this year and there's a bunch of guys on that side of the ball i mean shy tuttle mario edwards they're they're not they're not um dominant players but i'm just curious about them like i i like them as subs they make plays here and there malcolm brown is great against the run you know sheldon rankins to me is the biggest question mark of them all because it's like are we going to get anything is he done is he done like that that's well, a fair question to ask. Is is well, that Sheldon was my, Rankin done? That was my question to you, Dave. 
I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. Yeah, I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Who is going to be the second best player on the defensive line to Cam Jordan? Uh, I wish, yeah, I wish you were, I knew you were going to ask me real football questions. I would have uh, made sure to have the <laughs> roster pulled up because, shit, I don't even remember who's on the team anymore. Thank God for Kevin. No, wait, what you do? Yeah. Um, you know, if he's back to 100% and he stays healthy, Sheldon Rankins, I guess, potentially. I keep betting on Davenport. Isn't keeps... it funny, like, how we always talk about football players and there's this disclaimer like if he stays healthy it's like that's like 
the million dollar question for literally almost 80% of the league, right? And life, totally. you know, yeah. like people, are you going to have a podcast next week? Yes. If we're all alive. I mean, it's just, yeah, but you know, there's a lot different. more. Yeah, the odd the odds of a football player getting injury, getting injured, like fifty fifty, right? Yeah, yeah, a lot higher than one of us just dying from unnatural causes. Well, no, but it's like if I don't get the Rona, like that's that's more applicable to if he's healthy. I I feel like I need to reignite my love affair with David Onyemata. And I'm he he's a guy who paid that man his money. They did it. They paid him. And I believe oh, that after this year, Jeez. we are going to be Fucking like, ha, 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 they are getting him for a ridiculous contract, just like Demario Davis after his first year. Uh, that's what I that's my guy. Uh, David Onyemata is going to be their second best. Defensive lineman. So, before we get to the more bracket, because we only have the semifinals every year. I know, but well, I just I love I love Onyemata. I I, I, I can't quit. Like if Onyemata is just just like plateaus. Like if he just stays the same, like I'm happy with that. Yeah, but if he got up really... to like if he if he crept up to like eight and a half sacks though, seven and a half. It's not gonna happen. So. We'll see. Ralph's got a hard on for Onyemata, huh? He always has. He always he's like he's like my he's like my modern day Wayne Martin. He, yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> I was gonna say he's your Wayne Martin. Yeah. So this is a question from Alfredo. Which of the preseason favorites, Chiefs, Ravens, Saints, Niners, do you think has the biggest chance to fail in twenty twenty, Andrew? Well, the Niners quarterback room, the entirety of the quarterback room got Rona. Not <laughs> uh, a good start. D- Debo Samuel broke his foot, and he's out like 12 weeks. So I'm going to say the Niners, actually, uh, because – and they lost some guys. Didn't they lose uh, – did they lose Armstead? They lost someone on defense. They lost um, Buckner. They traded uh, Buckner, Buckner to the Colts. Buckner, yep. They traded Buckner. And they, so, lost, and they lost Sanders to the Saints. And, and – and, you know, Richard Sherman's a year older, you know, yeah. so I just feel like it's not like the, the Niners to me are more volatile of a roster. To me, you look at that roster and it's a little it's more on more shaky ground. It's not like they have Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers like they have Garoppolo, you know, so and he, we've talked about this on the show and it's a proven thing that like defenses fluctuate a lot more than offenses with a premier quarterback, right? Yep. So because turnovers I, come and go. Yeah, and I think if Richard Sherman falls off a cliff and not having Buckner's a big deal like and one other dude gets injured all of a sudden the, the Niners are just not what they used to be. You know, so I I I could see the Niners and the Niners are in a tough division. Look, the Rams are good, Arizona's ascending. Uh, the Rams are still a good team, so I, I just think it, it's going to be tough for the Niners. I, I would say that's that's of all those teams, I would say that's the one. We'll get back to the show in just a second. There is no shortage of action going on with our partners over at BetOnline.ag. The sports world is slowly making its way back, with the NBA announcing its return in late July. But right now, UFC. 
boxing, NASCAR, and international soccer all have resumed play, and Bet Online has the best odds and lines for their upcoming games and matches. You need more? Bet Online has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening live every day for our devote gamblers to check out. Bet Online also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit BetOnlineAG on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts. Yeah, Dave, this is a question from Saints Recline, and this is going to turn this podcast dark. You and the Saints' current starting lineup are in a plane crash in the Andes. Food is scarce, and the pilots aren't an option. Which Saints players do y'all eat to survive, assuming they meet an untimely death? Wow. So, okay. So in the Andes. So this is this is the scenario from the book and movie Alive. Uh, which well, I, I'm I drinking an IPA. So can, can it be any darker? What about today? Yeah. Is today the worst day of your life? Yeah. Which uh, I was always. I actually read that book, and I was always fascinated with that story. Uh, and I, and of course, the book was better than the movie. So if you saw the movie, it was even worse uh, in the book. But um, so cannibalism. Who would I eat? Um, I mean, you go back. You go like eighth you string offensive Deontay lineman, Harris, right? Like you're going back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. No, 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 no. I'm gonna go. I mean, I, I think I, you, I, gotta, you gotta go, you gotta go, you gotta go the with the fattest dude, right? No, you gotta no, sacrifice no, no, the fattest no, player. No, no, no. Jai Tuttle, maybe. No, no, because Malcolm Brown. No, because that's all gonna be like fat. That's not gonna. That's fat. You don't want to eat that. You want somebody who's big but like lean. So whoever is like the Mario Davis, you know, somebody who's really ripped and cut, I would think would be who you'd want to eat because he'd have like really. So Demario Davis. I guess. I, I gotta barbecue your ass in molasses. This would re- this would require me to see topless photos of every single Saints player. Because uh, man so boobs, if you have man boobs, you're out. Right? He hooters, they don't have nutritional value, we put them to the side. Hypothetical? Yeah. But I mean, if we were answering it like on who we hated the, who we hated the most. Uh... Brandon Brown, are you going on the spit? Just. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't really hate anybody that's currently on the Saints. Yeah, that's a good question. Do we hate anyone that's currently on the Saints? Can you even name one player that you hate on the Saints currently? Mm. Because at one point, Patrick Robinson was definitely hated. Yeah. I think he's kind of like bypassed that, right? Because he left, he became good, and I don't know that he's hated Yeah, I mean, this this roster is really good. It's really likable. Like thirty. Who's the, mo- who's the most hated guy on the roster currently? PJ. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Marcus Williams. No, I, I, no other podcast. Marcus Williams. No other podcast is going to give you a question like, "Which Saints player would you eat if you were That's stranded right. alive in the Andes Mountains?" That's right. Holy shit, Jesus. That's Christ. right. Become a patron. It's the kind of football <laughs> talk we're awesome. we give you. Holy Please shit. donate and become a patron. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just saying, man. You get you get, a, you get the podcast every day. It could involve cannibalism. It couldn't. It could not. Look, what, what I, I fucking I'm drinking an IPA for you guys right now. I'm doing this as 
a sacrificial lamb. Kevin would barbecue Adrian Peterson. <laughs> There's no <laughs> doubt about that. <laughs> That's what somebody... Thank you, Glenn. Glenn Collins. Oh, uh, Ke Kevin was only here. Yeah. Right? We miss you, I Kevin. Love I love Nick Underhill, but uh, you're not going to get this from his Yeah, but, but Kevin's going <laughs> to sprinkle a little soy. Kevin's going to sprinkle soy sauce and drop a little wasabi on uh, Adrian Peterson. <laughs> well, that's flavor. a great. It's a, it's a great question. It's an unusual question. That's good. I mean, good. that's. But you could have just asked which Saints player do you hate the most, but, you know, it, it, you know it's all about how you ask the question. Well, okay, okay. No, no, no. Let's, let's, let's do around here. Which Saints player do you hate the most, ever? On the ever. roster? And no, no, not right now, just ever. Ooh, ever. Your most ever. hated Saints player ever. Let's go around the horn. Let's do that. Hmm. And if you're in the chat, tell us. Ooh, your most tough. hated Saints player of all time. I mean, uh, it's hard to say. Cause Ralph, recent... how do you feel about Albert Connell? Ooh, he's a he's a he's a strong he's a strong choice. Um, Wayne Gandy. I mean, J Jim Haslett had Dale Wayne Carter. Gandy? Jim Haslett had a what? ton of unlikable dudes. What? Wait, hold on. Wayne Gandy? Yeah, I just didn't like of him. Of all the dudes that have ever played in a Saints uniform. Your mind goes to Wayne. Yeah, he had that recliner that he put in the locker room. That I, it yeah, was like he had like a four, five thousand dollar chair. Like it just, it just he rubbed Not me the wrong way. Close, but man. Dale Carter, if I think more of the Hazard era, Dale Carter would be up there. For but most that's like hated. a Jarris Bird answer. It's just like he didn't live up to. Jarris Bird is my answer. I really? gotta say, that, yeah. I think Junior Gallant. You hate him more than any Saints player ever. Well, yeah, I think so. I think wow. I think Junior Gallette for me because Junior Gallette. Yeah, Gallette is a great answer because he because is very dislikable, horrible off the field. Yeah, but he was great for content. Unlikable, and he True. he 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 imploded the Saints cap over his total shenanigans, which he wasn't the sole reason they didn't win and they went seven and nine three straight times. But him imploding their cap was a pretty big fucking part of it. So if I had to name my most hated Saints, I think when you add everything together, I think it would be Junior Gallette. I can't believe we've gone three minutes and Dave still hasn't said the words Nick Fairley. <laughs> well, because he never even he, – he never even – oh, Colby Fleener. I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> I would go with Wade Wilson, Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow. For whatever reason, I I mean, I hated him. I hated him. I hated him. Yeah. I mean, that's old school. That's a that's a, a, a old school reference. Sick. Wade Wilson. Sick. Sick people. Mentally sick. 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 Sick people. Sick in the head. Excellent. You did it. You took my advice. You put them all together. That was yeah. brilliant. Yeah. So, but that's a good subway. S su subway. Segway. Subway. Nice. Wow. Yeah. It's nice. a good, good $5 foot long. Good, good segue to our semifinals of the greatest Jim Mora rant. Um, yeah, I got to get, get another beer before this. So, Go ahead. Is the it, first. Can, can we even call it a beer, though? 
The first uh, semifinal is the that side of the brackets just the whole bracket for the Jim Moore Rain is just destroyed. We got the eight seed useless uh, game sandwich we'll play in a minute, and if in the four seed, yeah, so useless beat the one seed, right? Useless, useless beat playoffs. Beat, useless beat playoffs in a in a in a, in a clean sweep, which was just an upset, you know. Uh, yeah. And then we had the the. To me, it's the surprise of this tournament, and that is the the Jim Mora calling in to the Buford Jordan, or it's the Alexander something show, uh, and Jim Mora calls in and just roasts uh, and bodies Buford Jordan. Uh, and this was a rant, I, as I've said, I didn't know existed until I went down the rabbit hole of all the Jim Mora rants trying to find good ones for this tournament to fill out the bracket. And I have to say, that's the upset of this tournament, Andrew, was we wait for Dave to get back to get a beer. Uh, the Buford-Jordan Collin one, which we'll, play, which we'll play in just a second. Um, You're going useless first, right? Yeah. So uh, that's the surprise. But we'll go. This is um, this is Jim Mora uh, uh, talking about God, the Saints don't IPA, play useless geez. games. Uh, against, agged on by his great foil, Ron Swoboda. See, see, that's the trouble. You probably played a lot of useless games. We don't play useless games. Every game we play is an important game, whether it's for a playoff spot or not. Maybe that wasn't the case with you, but it is with this football team. Every game, no game is useless. So when you use a dumb term like that, a useless game, that's the most an idiotic question I've ever heard when you say something like that. Is that uh, a, a useless, a, yeah, they're both dumb. Really? A, a useless game. When was a game useless? Well, that is idiotic. If they're playing Jesus for the playoffs Christ. or not? Is it useless? Is a game useless? You think Use your f***ing head. You think players Jesus. play differently? Maybe you did, huh? but these guys don't. Dumb f***ing question. A useless game. What do you guys think? A useless game. That is f***ing stupid. Wake up. Uh, I just did. There was two more obscenity drops that I'm going to go in there that I'm going to have to pull out that I missed when I was doing the mini Jim Mora board. Um, I, I, my favorite part of that is that he goes itty fucking otic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that may be. Uh, so he, was, he, was he a real played. This is. This is the one where this 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 call like 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 me and Andrew were saying before, um, this is a this, it's facing off against this call where Jim Mora just decided to call in to a post game show television show on a Sunday night and let Buford Jordan have a piece of his mind. I just happened to walk in here and watch it, and I got to tell you something. It, it, it makes me almost want to vomit. And I'm very, being very honest with you. First of all, Buford, you absolutely have no idea who can tackle and who can't tackle. Uh, you're sitting back there saying they need to work on tackling drills. This guy can tackle. This guy can't tackle. You never come to practice. You absolutely have no idea how much time we spend on tackling. And for you to say that we have a bunch of roughnecks back there that need to learn how to tackle is ridiculous. No, nah, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I don't think you're a, a Saints supporter. I don't think you uh, care about the Saints. And 
it's, it's so good. It's so good. Um, uh, the thing, so the thing uh, to me that slays me about that, I, I've said this like three times now, that e each each round that it advances, but like the fact that he calls on the show, he goes on the show to say, "I'm never coming on your show," like that is just like kills me. It kills me. <laughs> Dave, thoughts. Um, so my whole thing is, you know, I said this last week, this is my, this thing's going all the way. I think this thing's going all the way. Uh, you know, my, my main, <laughs> my main argument for it is that, again, I'll say it, all of the other sound bites, they were press conferences, post game practice, whatever. They were formal, uh, interviews. You know, he was required to talk to the media, answer questions this one, he went out of his way. He he interrupted dinner, got up from the dinner table with his family, got the got the phone. You know, this was back then where you had the corded phone. You know, maybe it was rotary. I don't know. And called Probably, yeah. and called into the show just to speak his mind. Uh, so there's 110% more effort into <laughs> into him doing that into 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 getting the soundbite but two i mean just think about it imagine if if reggie bush or pierre thomas had a show on television said something derogatory about the saints and sean payton called in and said it makes it like it makes me want to vomit like just imagine if that happens now how ridiculous is that, that, that and, 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 and then pierre thomas or reggie bush says i didn't say that i didn't say that and then sean payton just completely ignores it like, uh, yeah, I didn't hear. He's just like he keeps going, you know. <sighs> I mean, that's the best part. Mora was, was currently that the coach when he called into that stupid. show. Right? Correct. Wake up. Yeah. <sighs> when has a, when I, in fact, any, any, I feel like if that happened, if a coach called into a former player show and said that, like that would be the head story on ESPN and NFL Network for three days. A week. It would be uh, yeah. NFL Live, ESPN. ESPN would break into first take with well, NFL honest, Live to talk about during it. During this time period, all all sixteen of these sound bites would be on Twitter daily. Mm -hmm. They would be the lead story on ESPN. Here's the thing here's the thing that I think young people, which is the majority of our show, need to understand is in the 90s coaches didn't make a ton of money and i know this doesn't have to do with jim moore per se because he called into a show but coaches shows got a little wild because coaches didn't make as much money as they do now so coaches could make an extra 50 100 200 grand a year even more in bigger markets if they did a weekly radio show or our no, TV show, terrible. and the shit got wild on some of them. More or more than others, uh, but like Buddy Ryan had a coach's show where he threatened to kill a guy after the after he punched him. Uh, at so, least the IPA didn't exist back then. Yeah, so that's just it's given perspective. Like coaches need they wanted to make a little extra money. They did these coaches shows and fans and stuff. And and Jim Mora did one with a live studio audience, which was fine when all they right, were winning. Right, but up, at the Ralph. end, so when they started going bad, the studio audience like turned on it. Yeah, that's great, Ralph. So what's our vote? What's that? What's your vote? <laughs> My vote is... Well, don't we have to... 
Let me see. Uh, yeah, we have to vote. That's what we have to do. Uh, I'm going Buford Jordan. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. Me too. So Even what more is amazing now that it's gotten through? It's a it's a fine unanimously. So people are sick. You people are sick. <laughs> sick, sick, sick. Um. So in the other, in the other uh side of the bracket, we have uh number seven seed. The season not is not over. Uh, this is Ooh, a this good is rant. I'm surprised it's made it this far, but it just shows you. Even 80-year-old Jim Mora can still bring the heat and take a dump on Fletcher Mackle. God, I hate to hear that. I hate to hear that. I'm just saying the statistics it's the, say. It's, it's the season over. They have, thir- they have 13 more games to play. Are they, are, is the season over? Are they, can they go home and pack their bags and go home? You just said the season's over. That's the most negative statement that I hear from fans and media ever. <laughs> Ever, and it bugs me. Okay, well, how about this? The season over. No, there's 13 more games to play. 13 more games to play, and you're saying the season's over? Unbelievable. I'm just saying. St- Unbelievable. Statistically, the season is not over. Do you think those players and coaches are going over there in there thinking the season's over? No way. Look, I'll, no way. I'll say this: since Sean Payton and Drew Brees arrived. They have always seemingly righted the ship in some way, and they have fought hard until the end. And they got 13 games to right the ship again. You, you, you give all those stats. Since 2000 and this, no team that's gone. Oh, so what? Does that mean it can't happen? No, it doesn't mean that it can't happen. What do you think those guys are thinking? They're going to look at the stats and say, well, there's no way we can go to the playoffs. They wouldn't quit then. The season wouldn't be over even that. No, the season's it over. They got 13 games to play. 13 games. You know what I think? Jeez. Oh did you, did my you goodness! Cut, did you cut the opening of that as a soundbite? I hate to hear it. I told you I, I want that one. Yeah. So I hate so, to hear that. I hate to hear yeah, that. That's a good, that's a good soundbite. That is a good. That's Make a good sure draw. That's another sure one we need to add to the mini Jim Mora rant board. Yeah, that's what I'm. Um, that's what it's, I'm it's, it's the desk bang that really drives it home. The, so the other thing I didn't notice that I'm noticing now that I, makes me love it a little bit more is you know. Fletcher Mackle keeps trying to talk, and then Mora just cuts him off and just yeah, shuts him down. It's just fucking great. Yeah, the 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 desk ba- the desk bang is the championship spice that can that can that can get that it's one. Like the Zatarain sprinkle. So yeah. it's gonna face off with um, this is this is Dave has said you know the Buford Jordan calling one is his favorite. This one's my favorite. This is Jim Mora after a training camp practice against Kansas City. To me to me this is gonna win. This is just this is just this has everything that you could want out of a Mora rant and the added bonus of a convicted murderer starts it off. Obviously you're not happy. Oh we got our ass kicked. We got our ass kicked. It was it was it was uh sickening First three, we have 18 plays on offense. First 18 plays, we turn the ball over, one for a touchdown. The other one's going to set, set up a touchdown. We can't, you know, we got backs that can't hang on to the ball. They out-hit us. They out-toughed us. You know, we, we stunk today. We're, we, we, not even close between that football team and our football team. Not even close. 
ridiculous. We run two screens. We don't block anybody. We get a back, gets his knee blown out on one of them. Can block anybody. We stunk. Just stunk. Jim injuries. I think it's... Dean told me he blew his knee out. You know, you got to block people on a screen. Shit, he gets the ball out there, and two guys, big old animals, nail his ass. Shit. It's ridiculous. I love it. We, we run a screen before that, we get our ass nailed. What about scales, coach? I don't know. I don't know. You know, uh, Dean said he couldn't put any weight on his leg. That didn't sound too good to me. Shit, we, we're down, you know, we're down and back. We're down in everything. We, 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 you know, shit, we don't have enough people right now. Be hard to practice next week, effectively. Pink it done for the year, you think? I don't know. I don't know. Dean told me he looked like he tore two knee ligaments. That doesn't sound very encouraging. Do you take into account of all the fact that they bear? I don't take into account shit. All I take into account is they kicked our ass today. That's what I take into account. Stowers? Stowers. Well, let me, let me just tell you something. He looked pretty good, right? They cut him before they came to camp. The Kansas City Chiefs cut Stowers before they came to camp. Looked pretty good for us. Maybe that shows you the difference between our team and their team. I don't know. Will you go back to What do you guys think about that? You, pretty good indication, right? They won't even bring him to camp. Shit, he looks like a star of the day for the Saints. Jim, will you change uh, the focus of practice? Depends if we got anybody that can practice. You know, we got it. We can line up and do, do something. Jim, was the effort there today? Did you? Uh, I was all right. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Buford Jordan goes in there and gets a little hit and knocks the ball out. Head gets in there, gets a little hit, ball goes out. Shit, I don't know if that's effort or not. It's horse shit ball carrying, I know that. Horse shit. Just amazing. Like, the mini Jim Moore, the mini Jim Mora board has one, two, three, four sound clips from that Jim Moore rant alone. All right, listen, listen. And they all, they all, they all have the Al Copeland's motorboat revving up in the background. Uh. <laughs> I, 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 I'm picking Stowers here, and listen. The first thing is he insults Buford Jordan. <laughs> And so I it's, need the, the I need the championship to be Buford Jordan versus Buford Jordan. So yeah, it's the that... it's the prequel to yeah, him yeah. calling into his show. Like you could you could obviously tell he uh, he had a problem with Buford Jordan when Buford was on the fucking team, and now he's got a bigger problem yeah. with him off the team when he fucking called yeah. into. His That's right. It's so full circle, man. It's the circle of life. It's the same circle. It's, of life, it's got it's. I feel like Buford Jordan needs to be fully invested in all this final so i want i want this to be in the final so i'm voting stowers but the uh, the thing i respect about this ralph is that the saints went 11 and 5 this year and the saints went 10 and 6 so it's not like the saints were a 1 and 15 team and more was just shitting all over a team that was just awful and the worst ever look he was actually a really good coach and I respect that. I respect that he was so hard on his team when they were actually really good that year. And it was all about just trying to motivate them and using the media. Like, I just respect the fact that Mora had a long-term view and he was just like, I'm going to tell it how it is right now. And I'm going to go, like, now is the time for me to be Debbie Downer. The sky is falling <laughs> because... The long-term arc here is that I'm motivating my players to realize that even though it's just training camp, we got to lock in, you know? And, like, he was a, 
Like, I know he never won playoff games, but, like, that was a really good team. And I'm just saying, like, he was a good coach. I, res- I like, I thought that was a moment where, like, even though that was really funny, it was also a moment where, as a Saints fan, you can listen to it and kind of respect that he, there, there's a deeper thing going on there. I want to recap all the greatness of this rant with i don't take into account shit all i take into account is they kicked our ass today that's what i take into account you got that one you got horseshit ball carrying i know that horseshit and this one here they won't even bring him to camp he looks like a star of the day for the saints <laughs> i mean this 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 rant has it all i, every I respect time someone fumbles every time someone fumbles from here on out you can drop the whole horse, horse shit ball, Kieran. I know that. Yeah. Horse shit. <laughs> so I, res- I respect that 80-year-old Jim Mora had a rant and took a dump on Fletcher Mackle and made it all the way to the semifinals. I respect that. But this is Stowers all the way, Dave. Yeah, not, not, no doubt. Not even close. So is it a clean, it's a clean sweep? Are we, are we through to the finals? Yep, that's it. So we have tough. We have Buford Jordan and Buford Jordan versus Buford. We have Buford Jordan, the player versus Buford Jordan, the television personality uh, in the finals, which is just chef's kiss. Amazing. (laughs) There it is. is. Ralph, you are still batting a thousand tonight, man. You were on fire tonight. Ralph is rolling tonight. So, guys. Uh, I'm drinking IPAs against my will. Dave is drinking IPAs because he. I drank a shiner, sea salt, and lime. It was delicious. So. There you go. There you go. Guys, final thing we want to say is uh, become a patron. You get the booze bundle. You get the koozie that you saw Andrew using to drink his IPA. You get the crudit tasem cup. The the crudit the thank you, the forever Drew cup and the custom shot glass that dave made for us booze bundle we shipped that out in august you get that as a ten dollar patron and you get the ad free version of this show where people i know you email me you write on the comments all the time i hate the fucking ads ralph we hate the ads well you know what become a patron you never have to listen to a freaking ad ever again how about that so Anyway, guys, thanks for joining us on a uh, lovely Father's Day. We hope yeah, you had happy Father's Day to all the who dad dads. Yeah, uh, we hope you had a lovely Father's Day uh, to all the dads. people out there. That uh, if you have kids, if you have a dad, you told them you love them. If your kids gave you mediocre arts and crafts to show their love. Uh, we hope you had a great day. Uh, so for Andrew, for Dave, for Kevin, who's MIA, uh, thanks for joining us. And until next week, the bar is closed.